Mike Elgin Radio. This is Mike Elgin in Silicon Valley. Years ago, I predicted the introduction of synchronized streaming content. I thought that it was kind of obvious that if people wanted to watch a movie together but didn't happen to be in the same location, that they might be able to watch that movie and then chat about it real-time on Twitter. I thought it was kind of an obvious feature that something somebody like Netflix or Apple or Amazon Prime might roll out where you'd see the commentary on the bottom. Maybe even like people's faces, like a Japanese game show where you see the person's reactions in a little circle on the bottom. And this would be easy to do using, you know, the cameras that are built into TVs and used to be built into Xbox Connect, that kind of thing. But it never really happened. The The companies that uh, that I would think would roll something like that out and I you know again the 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 leading suspects were Netflix partnering with Twitter or Apple doing its own social commentary while watching Apple TV they never really did it and I was confused about that because during live events like the Oscars or the Super Bowl or the presidential debates people love to go on or you know any, any sort of sports event people love to go on Twitter and fill their streams with snark and commentary and get into arguments and laugh at various things together. People love to be social while they're consuming the same content. And yet now all of a sudden it seems like maybe the time for synchronized content has arrived. We're seeing a lot of stories out there about an old Chrome extension called Netflix Party. And what that does is synchronizes Netflix videos for people who are in different locations. Again, you you install this Chrome extension on your device uh, running Chrome, and then you watch Netflix inside the Chrome browser. Today, Instagram added a feature called co-watching, which synchronizes the browsing of saved, liked, and recommended posts in their... Uh, video chat, which exists in the Instagram app. Facebook started testing this a year ago, but they're rolling it out now as a kind of coronavirus sheltering in place quarantine feature where uh, people are trying to keep away from each other. And so this is a way for people to share content while simultaneously staying away physically. This podcast is created with Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. And today Anchor rolled out something called Record with Friends 2.0. And it enables people to join your podcast as a guest even when they don't have an Anchor account. I love this feature because I want to always have interviewees. I used to do a lot more interviews, but I got tired of trying to convince people who didn't use Anchor to download the app, to install the app, and then to figure out how to use the feature where we could use Anchor to do an interview remotely. Now, all they need is a browser. Ironically, it works with all the major browsers except for Chrome, uh, and they're promising Chrome support soon. But anyway, this is a great uh, feature. You can have up to five guests on your podcast. The host has to be using Anchor. Fine. Happy to do that. But this is really going to transform this podcast. I'm going to have a lot more interviews now that I can just 
invite people without forcing them to install an, another app. I think it makes sense that Anchor should introduce the ability to listen to podcasts in a synchronized way with friends who are remote and also to comment. I mean, right now, people can listen to an Anchor podcast on the Anchor app and then they can leave what are essentially voicemails in response to the podcast, which the podcasters can then play on their podcast. Anchor is just such a great service. It is really underrated. Uh, this is a great feature, but I'd love to see Anchor roll out a feature whereby people listen to a podcast together remotely, and then they can either talk over the podcast to discuss the podcast, or they can pause it to discuss it. But in any event, enjoy podcasts as a social uh, event rather than how people do it now, which is, you know, with earbuds or headphones and do it on their own without discussing it. Another killer feature I'd love to see in the synchronized content streaming space is that I'd love to see the social networks, Twitter, Facebook, etc., enable anyone to launch a video or a podcast or any kind of content and have and invite all their followers to consume it with them, you know, in, in real time, synchronized. And then comment on it. Sort of like, you know, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 or how anybody does a, uh, live blogging or the way Twit does their uh, live commentary during Big Apple announcements, that sort of thing. So the, the way this should work is that somebody can launch a video, say, and then they can invite zero, one, two, three, four, five people and then hundreds can uh, consume it. This existed actually nine, eight, nine years ago on Google Plus with Hangouts on Air where you could do exactly that. You could have up to 10 people who are actually participating, were part of the event. I don't know if you could, you couldn't, I, I guess you couldn't really stream things, um, but you could have a conversation. So this, this would be better because it would be streaming content you'd have any number of people commenting on it and an arbitrary number of people consuming that in real time while it's happening. This is something you do with live content, but this could be with any content that's not live. I imagine the lawyers would have something to do to say about this. However, <clears throat> what makes me optimistic is the fact that the coronavirus is basically killing movie theaters. The movie theaters can't exist the way they used to. Right now, they're all empty. They're closed. Uh, but, you know, movie theaters is where people would get together for a social experience of watching a movie. No, you know, you, you could watch it by yourself. You could go by yourself. But it's more likely that you go with somebody else or some group of people. And you shouldn't talk during movies. People do whisper and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you talk about the movie before and after and so on. And it's a social event. With the cessation of the movie culture, or at least temporarily, maybe the movie studios, the people who are in the distributors, the people who own the rights to the distribution of movies will, you know, make way for the legal ability for social networks to enable people to live stream movies or, you know, stream movies that are not live. And 
chatter about it. I think that would be a great feature that everyone would enjoy, adding a social element to what is uh, currently kind of a not an, a non-social, anti-social uh, activity, which is a consumption of content. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that synchronized content consumption will catch on now that we're all hiding inside our homes and trying our best not to go crazy? Let me know at mike at elgin.com. Mike Elgin Radio is a podcast without advertising, sponsorships, theme music, editing, production, schedule, or a budget. Find all my stuff at elgin.com, and thank you for listening.